it's Joey Casada. You're listening to Tom and Zeus on Shout It Out Loudcast. If you want to hear two idiots with Boston accents talk about Kiss, you've definitely come to the right place. What's up there? Uh, I was calling about the ad for uh, Game Show Lovers. Yeah, Game Show Lovers? What's a Game Show Lover? What are you talking about, Game Show Lover? This is a announcing application for all TV game shows. Yeah, well, that doesn't mean lover, right? It doesn't say lover. Well, that's what it says in the ad. No, it shouldn't say lover because I didn't print the word fucking lover. That sounds like pussy shit to me. What are you looking for? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. Listen, I'm casting for game shows. You understand? Yes. I put you in your favorite game show. What show you like? Jeopardy. You like Jeopardy? How good are you at that shit? I'm pretty good. I love to Jeopardy, babe. You know that? Remember that fucking song was big in the 80s? Excuse me? You're, are you on the ball there, son? You can't even answer. I'm asking you about a song. You don't even know that. You want to go on Jeopardy? You got to be highly skilled for these fucking shows. You understand that? Yes, I do understand. Are you well-versed there? Are you very smart man? Yes, I am. All right. Uh, hit me with some funny shit. Tell me something. Exactly what? Well, let's see. How many uh, pits are in a pair? Can you repeat that question again? What do you got? Corn cobs between your ears, son? No, I do not. All right. How many pits are in a pair? Two. You know damn well there's much more than two pits in a pair. Sir. Yes. Are you interested in game shows or not? Yes, I am. What's the difference between an apple and a peach? It all depends on where they grow in. Wrong. Because they both have pits. Sir, that's the answer. That's how you would answer Mr. Trebek. Do you understand? Yes. Wrong, because they both have pits. Absolutely. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, what are the similarities between an elephant and a tiger? They both live in the jungle. Wrong, because, sir, they are both marsupials, members of the marsupial family. Do you understand me? Yes, I understand. And if you can't whip out answers like that, that man is liable to, during a commercial break, punch your fucking mouth loose. You understand me? Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus with a couple other people here for another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. Episode 83, game show time, Tom. Kiss Jeopardy 2. How are you? Because I always forget to do that when we have guests. See, I remembered it this time. How are you? Thank and who you. the how the, who the fuck do we have with us? Thank you for caring enough to ask me how I am. Yeah, no, this is going to be crazy, people. You, we do game shows. Sometimes they're a mess, but they're always fun. And this one will be a mess because we got our buddy Sonny Hollywood Pootie and the great Steve Wright from Potter Than Hell. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello. How are you guys? Yeah, we're just other people. Thanks, Zeus. Yeah, we're just those <laughs> you know, we got other people. We got other people today. <laughs> Thanks, ass. We're going to start was- that way. Building it up 
So Tom could fill that void and fill it with all sorts of wonderful superlatives about you guys. There you go. Exactly. Because these two guys, they just bring it. So this oh. is gonna be this is gonna be great. And before the game even gets started, before anything gets started, Sonny Pooney is keeping score. And if you've listened <laughs> and if you've listened to our previous game show episodes, you know that scoring can be a problem. Which is interesting, Zeus, based on last week's episode where there was a lot of adding, dividing, aggregating, averaging, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Yeah. Last week was fun. Last week, um, we did the album review review part one. First 10 albums that we reviewed, we went through them and broke them down again like we normally do. Now, the feedback was awesome. I don't know if you two guys got a chance to hear it, but what I basically did is I used our formula that we do on our uh, bonus episodes. I ranked this. We ranked the songs. We ranked the albums. And then we took those album rankings and we did it to the first 106 songs we ranked from the first 10 albums that we've reviewed. And it led to all sorts of headaches, Tom. <laughs> it, it was like number overload. And like we said last week, we last week we offered uh, online tutoring. If, if you need to help interpretation, I can see Sonny's face right now. Sonny's pretty good with math. Steve, are you good with math? No, not at all. <laughs> I suck. It was like listening to an episode with like Rain Man on there. <laughs> My head's I'm like, I'm a numbers guy, and where are we at? <laughs> it was like, okay, it, it, it was fun though. Yeah, it was fun because like, especially near the end of the episode, when we started comparing the, the overriding idea of comparing an album as a as a whole entity, and then pulling the album apart and looking at the songs. Like, like we brought up the argument about okay, like Gene Simmons, you pull the songs apart individually. Maybe it's not the best album, but there's something to be said about you know having that album in your hand, listening to it, the connection you have in the album cover, the nostalgia, as opposed to like pulling the songs apart. It's like stats when you talk about sports. It's like, oh, he's my favorite player. Why? Well, because he is. Oh, okay, but he's like the 10th rated running back in NFL history. Yeah, I don't care about that. He's still my favorite running back. You know, so yeah. that, that, that was kind of interesting. Sabermetrics versus the eye test, Tom. Bingo. baseball right yep. and that's yep. what you're getting somebody that'll tell you that uh you know uh Derek Jeter is a better defensive shortstop than Omar Vizquel and right. you're like get the fuck out of here with that shit that's right. not true right so anyway when we did this thing we set it up this way I the the great thing about it is how many people actually looked at it and was like you know what it's changed my whole perception of these albums because I'm ranking them according to the way you guys are ranking them. And if I took the songs out, shit, I don't like this album as much. And me and him both came into that. I I always said, oh, if those albums, rock and roll over for me. That's easy from those 10 albums. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, holy shit. Kiss is better than that ranked. And then in addition, that Dress to Kill is ranked higher. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? How did that yeah. happen? And it's because just certain Dress to Kill didn't have any really bad ranked song except for anything for my baby. And it wasn't that bad. It's a great song. Yeah, it's terrible. So if you guys remember the 10 albums we did, I'm curious. Do you guys have a a favorite of those 10 albums and the least favorite and maybe a top songs from those albums and the worst songs from those albums? Let's start with Steve. Well, 
Um, I go with my favorite one out of the ones you guys have done so far. Um, Hot in the Shade, because that's a sentimental favorite for me. Nice. Um, okay. I, I kind of dropped out of the, the Kiss world for a while there in the like the mid-80s Asylum Crazy Nights. And then Hot in the Shade brought me back. And that was the first time that I've seen Kiss live. So I have a soft spot for Hot in the Shade. Yep. And um, there are some I, – I think it could be cut down, but I, I kind of don't I, – I didn't even think about it until Zeus said – you know, if you cut whatever songs off, well, they may be someone's ended up being someone's favorite songs. And I never looked at it like that. And, um, you know, the worst one, I would say, you know, overall, probably the the Gene record. But like you said, there's they're still, you know, it, it's a good one to bust out, you know, every now and then. Yeah. Sonny, if you say anything other than Asylum, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Sonny, say something other than Asylum. So my favorite out of these were the Paul Stanley solo album. No, I'm just Asylum was my favorite. Paul Stanley is a Desert Island album for me, though. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Um, out of these, dude, Jeans is by far the worst out of these. This it's not really. Even slow. There's like two tolerable songs on that thing, and the rest wow. of it's really. I can't listen to the rest of it. What about Unmasked for you guys? I love Unmasked. Me I too. Have no I, problem with Unmasked. Unmasked is great. I think that for me, that's the only album that I would like to see remixed and tone down the keyboards and just do it. Um, you know, Add more some bass. I would love to hear that album produced in the style that Dynasty was produced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, out of these, the second worst for me is really Cycle Circus because there's some unlistenable shit on there. I'm okay. so glad you said that because that album is just a slog. Yeah. I just like about half of that album. Yep. Exactly. What about songs, favorites and least favorites. From uh the albums we like and dislike? Yeah. From all oh. the, from those ten albums, if you can recall. Yeah. My favorite song on Asylum is uh <laughs> Don't say King of the Mountain. Don't say King of the Mountain. Radar for Love, dude, I think. Is it really? Love, wow, okay. Okay. And yet you don't like Led Zeppelin. I, I didn't say I don't like Led Zeppelin. Tony oh, doesn't like Led that's Zeppelin. The guy, that's the guy underneath there, right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah other. I'm, I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hot in the Shade. Uh, you know, I'm just going off the top of my head here. Uh, Silver Spoon, I would say, is pretty good. King of Hearts yep. is great, right? Yep. The Paul um, songs. Yeah, the first album. I mean, shit, pretty much everything. Probably Deuce. I would say Deuce is one of my favorites off of that one. Yep. Um, rock and Roll Over. It has to be Mr. Speed the whole way. This is my favorite song. Uh, Paul's solo album, dude, I love a lot of it. Uh, Ain't Quite Right is awesome. I love that. Really? Wow. Okay. Psycho Circus, I actually like the um, title track. I actually like it. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Zeus is, you're fired. (laughs) Dress to Kill be room service for me. Uh, Jeans would probably be radioactive, I guess. Uh, Animalize, I've had enough. Murder in High Heels is brutal on that album. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, unmasked man I, there's some days it's tomorrow and there's some days as easy as it seems it depends on what day it is for me dude you already uh, terrible just terrible <laughs> <laughs> see Sonny I love I, I, everything you're saying especially the unmasked tomorrow and fucking psycho circus are the worst three songs and if you fucking say Shandy I am hanging up Shandy. really hanging up Shandy Shandy stop it Oh, come on. The worst songs off these albums, because some of these, like I said, are Desert Island for me. I, I actually don't like Little Caesar. I think it's a waste. Really? Wow. Wow. Steve upon, agrees. Okay. Wow. Wish Upon a Star is brutal. That's Mr. Hope. Make Believe is 
brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Murder in High Heels is brutal. Um, I'm just sick of rock and roll all night, all the way around. I don't like kissing time. We're kissing in Cleveland. Terrible. Um, Murder in High Heels. Uh, Murder. Yeah, I don't like that one. That's probably about it. I, the rest of this, I really like. Steve, what about you, buddy? Yeah, some of my favorites. I, I definitely like uh, King of Hearts from Hot in the Shade from Asylum. I'm a huge fan of Secretly Cruel. Yes. I absolutely love that song. That's yes. a great deep track. On yeah. uh, Rock and Roll Over, uh, Ladies Room. I love that version of Ladies Room. I will take that over the live, too. I love the both versions, but I like the, the Rock and Roll Over version better. Uh, first album, y- you got to go with Deuce on that one. Deuce, Black Diamond, uh, mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, what else you pick? Animalize. Um, I've had enough into the fire is really good. Heaven's on fire. Obviously that's a, you know, that was a single and a hit for a reason. And, um, psycho circus. Um, you guys probably hate it, but I really like within. I don't love that song. It's good. Love that song. I I think it's great. Um, I like that into the void is okay. I I just, I, I know he's the spaceman, whatever. Like, does it have to be every song space, this and that, you know? Um, but it's, yes, it's not bad. I like the solo. Even in that. when it's fake ace, it has to be space. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that that's even worse. That's even But it's better than worse. do ya. Oh yeah. I agree oh, yeah. with oh, Sonny yeah. on that. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrible. True. Yeah. yeah, that's terrible. Or, or Fox on the Run. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh Raise Your Asses? Do you like that? Oh. No, I don't like that. But I do love Pledge Allegiance to the State of Rock and Roll. I like both yes! of those. Love I that like song. That's right. Last should be in every high school football championship yeah. video. That's right. Raise your glasses is good. I love yeah, it. That's, that's nice. Pledge Allegiance is so bad. It is so embarrassingly bad. What that fucking title? Oh, there's alone. worse. There's worse. Yeah, for those about to rock, we salute you. But that's okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and and wish it, when I wish upon a star. When I first heard that, I was like. And I was only, I got it when it came out like seventy eight, seventy nine, and I was like, oh my god, there's another verse of this song. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, the only you know when you saw Disney, you've only heard the one, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, like uh, you know you've had enough after the first verse, you know, and it's just it's terrible. And uh, but like, and I, I I don't know when I said it, I think that the Gene album right now is what Paul Stanley's trying to do right now, is distance himself from Kiss with a different kind of thing that he's doing interesting okay okay yeah yeah that's a good topic that is um i like it so let's get to um something else tom let's go to the polls what did we how did the poll go this week okay so we did so we did a um our top four albums ranked after breaking out all the stats uh in no particular order we so we did a poll what's what's everybody's favorite album out of these dress to kill kiss rock and roll over paul stanley rock and roll over 49% 49% of the votes, which I'm not that surprised. That's kind of, that's kind of like, if you ask, uh, that's kind of like the, the general favorite album, which is, I don't want to say it's surprising to me that that is like that ran away with, with the, with the debut, the debut album kiss was 22% dressed to kill 19% Paul Stanley, 10%. I mean, Paul Stanley had no shot with those th- other three albums in there. Um, yeah. But yeah, rock, rock and roll over forty nine percent of the people uh, that is their favorite of that group. So not 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 a big surprise. Yeah, and it's it's funny you say that because we did get somebody that commented on it, and it's the truth. There's a Mrs. Baird's ex boyfriend. I think Rock and Roll Over is the greatest Kiss album ever. 
There's only one song that seems to be below par, and that's See You in Your Dreams. I can't say that enough. I've been saying that forever. Seeing you dreams is the only song that brings it down a notch. Okay. My versions opinion. suck. Yeah, it's better than the solo version too. But and then uh, Twisted Kister did make this point, and he said, "Used to be rock and roll over. Now it's Kiss. Your mathematics lesson taught me I've been wrong for a long time, and that's the truth. That's what we all figured out." And it's funny. But, Tom, we also did a poll after the uh, – I thought we did it. I don't think we got into it yet. Was the Asylum versus Animalized? Yes. And uh, Asylum – let me see if I can pull that up. If I, yes. How about you two? Uh, Steve, first, Asylum, Animalized. Which is better? Animalized, hands down. Whoa. Asylum, hands down, and probably won the poll 65-35. Sunny, almost dead on asylum, 61 to 39. 61% yeah. are wrong. It's funny. Um, it's I'm with fun. Sunny it's- on this one, Steve. It's more, I came into it with asylum. That was the first, that was the first Kiss album that I bought when I got back into Kiss. You know, I had, I don't even know how I got them. I think it was Columbia House that we talked about the previous ones. But the first one that when I got into hard rock and stuff, I bought a Kiss album was Kiss Asylum. Yes, yeah, right. it's a see, sentimental yeah. favorite for you, and that yeah. was the same thing with me yeah. with Hot in the Shade. Yep. But I, I like Asylum better. Not I'm not Asylum. Um, Animalize better. I, I like the production better. I think that the drums and guitars are are you know the sound is way better on that. Although there are you know Murder in High Heels, uh, you know, um, but I, I do I do like that one better. Steve, that's exactly what I was just going to say. I think Asylum has a better songs. But a uh, animalize sounds way better. It's it's a it's a fuller, thicker, heavier sound. The guitars and the drums. But Asylum has better songs, so it's kind of I enjoy listening to both. But I think in terms of catchy songs, better written songs, I think Asylum has the has the better songs easily. I think the reason that's happening is Asylum was produced by Paul. Yeah, Animalize had Michael James Jackson, but he had to leave in the middle of it. Yep. So it was like halfway in the can. So Paul wasn't completely in control, mostly. Yeah, because it fo- it followed that 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 creatures of the night lick it up, and it, it was it was like that thick, full, like heavy rock sound, you know. And then you got to Animalize, where it was a little bit thinner, which was more of the time too. It was eighty five, but Zeus. Or you could look at it as like, what's the difference? The only difference is he brought in Gene for co-producer credit that on Asylum, yep. and it maybe it changed a few things. Yep. What True. I think you need to do there. Is lower the treble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we got, and it's funny because what you were talking about the guys on Twitter, Zeus. We got a comment on Facebook from Daniel Peoples, and he said the same thing. He goes, "My top five Kiss albums were always Revenge, Creatures of the Night, Lick It Up, Rock and Roll Over, and Kiss." But then Zeus pulled apart all the numbers, and now Kiss is pretty much tied with Revenge for his for his uh, you know, for his number one. And he said, very interesting way to look at what you really like. Anyway, another great episode. And then we got a funny comment on Facebook from um, from Raymond Gallus. He said, I've always wanted to do this, but it's such a time-consuming effort. Bravo to shout it out loudcast. <laughs> yes, it is. But the <laughs> trick of this is to do it after every album review. Yes. So you're building on it. So that's yes. what me and Tom have been doing. After we did Animalize, then I think the second one was... Was it Gene? No, it was Dressed Dress, to Kill. Dress to Kill. So then I, I'm like, okay, this is easy. Uh, Heaven's on Fire can go in the top ten. Everything else gets pushed down. Yep. 
and then I build on it. Sonny, you know, because I, I, we do this on our uh, bonus episode. If you do it that way after every album review, it's not daunting. It's not as overwhelming. Yeah. And then I send you guys the spreadsheets and you see where we're at. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it, it didn't happen overnight. But yeah, it was, uh, it, it was, but it was worth it, wasn't it, Tom? Like, oh, I fun. loved it. Are you kidding me? I love OCD numbers, kiss, you put all those things together, and it was, I loved it. It was great. Nerd. <laughs> exactly. Nerds. Nerds. Nerd. 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 Big time. Um, anything else from Facebook? Because I have a couple Twitter ones I wanted to get to before we uh, move on. One other Facebook thing, it's not necessarily related to the, uh, the, the, the reviews and the stats, but he was commenting on last week when we talked about Ace in the news with the, uh, the, the comic book video yeah. about, about him walking in on uh, Eugene on the toilet. Brian Russian says Ace saying Eugene in the space trucking video refers to a song that he was involved in called Eugene. He says, just Google Ace Freely Eugene and it'll show up. I have no idea what he's talking about. Either one of you guys, Steve, Sonny, Zeus, no. I had it. Okay. So I, I think I, that's his coy way of saying Gene, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. a- anybody who saw that video that looked like Gene taking a shit in the, in the And then the tongue comes out. I mean, it was Gene. Exactly. But, yeah. Yeah. But go uh, ahead. You got some Twitter stuff. Yeah. And it's funny because on Twitter is where we do most of our interacting more so than Facebook. Yep. Uncle Paulie writes, holy balls. Did Deuce set a Twitter record for the most replies to a tweet ever? <laughs> Love it. And that's the one tweet I wanted to get to because holy shit is right. And we love Deuce when he, especially when he gets on a drink and roll. But I can't keep up with it. I can't do this every week. We can't do this every week reading all 500 of his tweets. We interact with them. But Uncle Paulie hit the nail on the head with that, uh, with those Deuce tweets. It was great because Deuce, 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 it's like his, it's like he's live streaming while he's listening to the podcast. Yes. I, I love it. It's great. I think it was him. I think it was him that did it on the last uh, Grown Up Rock podcast, too. There was somebody like listening to it and yeah. tweeting as they were going. I'm like, <laughs> yes, what the yes, hell yes. is going on? Dude? Yes. Hey, is that a burp at, uh, at, per, at one, yeah. 110? Yeah. Three? At 3256, Steven said, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, 3256 of what? Yeah. Yeah. And also, you get, no, no what? What did I say? <laughs> um, and then we have one more tweet I want to get to, and this is uh, funny. I uh, hate to point this out, but these are not the first 10 Kiss albums. I thought you were fans. Uh, Donna Chang is sexy, and since we have Donna Chang is sexy right here. Oh, <laughs> he thinks of every. Twitter burner account. I can't that's, even keep up with my own Twitter. That's pretty much the only reason we have Pooney on here tonight is to expose him as he's the Donna Chang is sexy burner account. Oh, I'm speeding while I'm driving. Um, <laughs> woman loves rock. Um, what's the other one, Scott? Um, There's a couple other pod chaser ones too. I think too. Whatever what? makes you feel good, baby. <laughs> oh, we love you, Pooney. He's your Paul Stanley. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Good so, stuff. Yeah, and we are just kidding there, but we wanted to put Sonny on the spot there. Oh, I don't care. Um, so now that we do our previous episode, we usually go into Kiss World. Yeah, let's what? let's get let's get into some brief Kiss news before we get into our game. Um, so not much going on. Um, we, you know, we say this every week. We're recording on Wednesday, August fifth. As of right now, still no word on the U.S. leg of the tour that is supposed to start in a few weeks. 
I, I don't know enough about the concert industry. I don't know if it's Live Nation, if it's Kiss. I don't know what's going on. But we got tickets to a show September 4th. And as of right now, it's still going on. We know it's going to be canceled, but it hasn't been canceled yet. And if you look at the roster of events from the Xfinity Center in Mansfield, where we go to our shows, literally everything is canceled except for Kiss September 4th. So that's interesting. Another thing was interesting, too, is uh, for next June uh, over at the Download Festival in England, Kiss has been added to headline the Friday show. That's June of uh, 2021. A really weird mix of bands. Kiss kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. A lot of new bands or bands that are newer than Kiss. I mean, you got System of a Down, Deftones, Corn, uh, Volbeat, uh, Kill Switch, Engage, Mastodon. Then you got um, you know a Day to Remember. You got Steel Panther, The Darkness, Miles Kennedy, Sepultura. So there's a lot of bands that a lot of people know, new and old. But you, but you got Kiss headlining uh, the first day on Friday. So that's pretty crazy. And that's June of 2021. Um, and that's at, uh, in England. So that was kind of a big deal for them. Guys, what do you think of, uh, of that with the, with the, the, with the U S tour and with them headlining, uh, one of the, one of the download shows, Steve, I think, I think it's cool that they're, they have a headlining spot, but like those bands before them, that is, that's not a really a kiss crowd. I don't think that's what I'm saying. Those bands, yeah. I mean, now, now I, now when I read those, those, that, that was a mix of the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's not the lineup that Kiss right. will be performing with. Yeah, but I looked at the lineup before, though, and, and like, they're... It's, it's not a Kiss crowd. <laughs> it's not a Kiss crowd. It's no. not. I mean, but, I mean, people, I'm sure they go to that. They don't just go, okay, I'm just going to go Saturday or, you know, whatever. I think they just go for the whole thing, so... Yep. The, no one's, no one's going to leave. Oh, no, of course. Sonny. Yeah, my thing is uh, for the, the concert, the download thing, all those bands most likely were influenced by Kiss, so the bands don't care if Kiss plays, that's for sure. Now, whether the fans are Kiss fans would be a total different issue, and a lot of those bands have done Kiss covers, so they're going to know some of the songs most likely. True. This whole Live Nation thing, it's either they're about to declare bankruptcy, or they can't figure if they want to cancel or postpone. Is Kiss's money tied up in whether they cancel or postpone? Right? There's probably a bunch of different things going on. Monsters of Rock hasn't technically postponed right yep. so there's there's a lot of people still kind of hanging on it was supposed to all figure itself out by the end of july but i don't know why it's getting pushed and they're not easy decisions you know so if somebody's out there listening and you know you're involved in those decisions dude i get it they are not easy decisions because i work at a job where we're making tough decisions on this covid shit every day right yeah. so but there's rumors out there that a live nation might declare bankruptcy i don't know how live those rumors are though I've heard that too. And you're right. The decisions are not easy. It, I think, I mean, look, we're not planning on going to our show. I mean, it's not like we need to know if it's canceled or not. I just find it interesting that it's so close until that leg of the tour starts with no word on it. I thought that was really interesting. Zeus. Reading from the uh, a retweet from our good friend of the show, um, Stuart, yeah. who retweeted Billboard Biz. Live Nation revenue down 98% due to pandemic shutdowns. What's wow. the 2%? The fucking Don Dawkin fucking concert? Maybe, maybe. That he had? He's the only one I know that played anything recently. Who else? Great, great, great White played a great, show. Great White oh, played a show in North Dakota. But it wasn't it was Jack Dakota. Russell's Great Right. No, right? I don't think. It, no, I think it was the other. No, it was, yeah. Yeah. It was, it it was, was Mitch, the better Mitch Great Mitch White. Malloy. 
Ooh. <laughs> Here we go. Here we Is go. that the one with the keyboard player in it? The original keyboard player? Great White? Oh, God. Um, Spark Kendall. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, what else was going on in Kiss World? I know, I know our friend Bruce Kulik had some uh, little contest going on with makeup, right? Yeah, he he did this weird thing. I mean, it was fun, but it was just kind of interesting. He did a thing about what would what would Bruce's makeup be, and he had people submit little video clips of their uh, designs. And the guy that won, he designed it was called the Mage, which is like a magician or you know like a, like a you know kind of thing. Yes, my name is Tarbash, the Egyptian magician. I do magic act. The makeup looked really cool, but it looked very similar to not well not very similar but it looked like it was very jean ish you know it was all white with just black you know really cool designs around the eyes a lot of people had some interesting designs a lot of people following that radioactive symbol because of that era when he was wearing that had that radioactive symbol that was kind of cool a lot of people doing like animals some really cool designs but i just thought that was interesting look there's no bigger bruce kulik fan than me absolutely i love the guy i just thought it was interesting that he would talk about something like that about you know hey i wonder what it would be like if i wore makeup it just that that sounds like that sounds like something we would talk about you know like a fanboy type of discussion so for him to kind of talk about it i thought it was cool but i did think it was interesting steve he had to be thinking about that for years absolutely yeah you know so i think it's just it was it was a good time for him to to throw that out there cuz there's really nothing else going on and he he's been interacting with the fans really well lately and doing the uh, the stuff with the quarantine guys and everything. So I think he probably figured, fuck it, why not? Sure. I think it's awesome. I hope we see a picture on November 1st because he used it for Halloween. <laughs> That'd be cool. Right? With That'd two be- radioactive eyes. <laughs> I, I, I was I, I was surprised I was surprised he didn't go with that because every, because everybody know because there's not a lot of iconic Bruce Kulick images because he was you know in the in the in the non makeup era but I thought a lot of people holding on with that radioactive imagery I thought that was kind of kick ass especially there was one guy he had it was one it was like a big radioactive symbol right across the face it was pretty cool so Did anybody do one like the, a tree you mean a, like a, oh, yeah. Bruce <laughs> Kulick yeah yeah like the sil- the, the silver one right. Yep. Like with the right down the face, it's too much of similar makeup in I don't know aura of Ace and in lightning yeah, bolts, definitely, and shock me. Like I, he can't do that. I, yeah. I think it encompasses Ace's kind of stuff. So the mage, I mean, it's too. First Vinnie of Vincent. all, that yeah, it's it's also yeah, Vinnie Vincent. It's also the makeup of Sting. From WCW, that's whose makeup that it is. Yeah, it, it's too much of a ripoff of that. Yeah, you know, just because his brother used to dress up like a magician doesn't mean we want a magician <laughs> in Kiss. Because I, God bless him, I love that him and his uh, Bruce and his wife have been pulling out stuff of Bob, like from the past. And these Bob was—I didn't realize that ca- he should have shown more of that carefree, Fun like side. hilarious. Yep. Funny side of him, but he never showed it. He didn't he's not known for it, at least publicly. But he had some magician like clothes and magician like <laughs> attire that we were like, What the fuck is that? Um, I just you know, some people had like it looked like extras from cats, 
Yeah, some of them were, yeah, whiskers and stuff. Yeah, I thought I was hoping somebody would come up with something. No offense, I didn't see any of them that I liked that I thought was cool, something different, like everything. You know, there were some that were just worse than others. That's how I saw it. Um, some that were like, eh, but it's not really, it doesn't draw you in or anything. The mage, come on. Plus, it's hard. The the thing that was hard for me is to, to, we saw Bruce for so long. Without makeup And I can't even I can't even in a million years Picture him wearing makeup So so that right there was just Weird to even imagine it and then See it and there was nothing that made you Go that's it that's the One yep there was nothing That really caught his aura there Was nothing you're like holy shit that's it and I Think that that's you know Because he wasn't you know A character at all ever right you know, but I mean, obviously they wouldn't have had one, but like they may have been thinking that. What are we going to do with this guy? Right. But it was also Bruce doing it. And right. I think it looked like TikTok videos. Like, I think if it was more widespread, you get a bigger uh, group of people. Like, so the collective, um, I don't know, talent or ideas and the brainstorming of these people were limited. It wasn't a huge worldwide right. thing. And, you know, I think some people put a lot of obviously good effort into it. But if you put it more mainstream and Kiss came up with it, you'd probably see a thousand times bigger, like, selections that you'd be like, oh, my God, that is awesome. But, see, Kiss Kiss wouldn't do that because Paul is too busy riding his bike (laughs) and taking pictures of himself riding his bike. Look, he's it's 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 Paul Stanley's big adventure. Forget about Pee Wee's big adventure. It's Paul Stanley's big adventure because he loves taking pictures on his bike. It's just like little little Paul the Peddler. Peddler Paul. Paul Paul Wee. Be careful. It's not Paul the Pedo. I didn't say that. I said Peddler. Not to be confused with Steve Cornell, a.k.a. Steve Petty. Yeah, that's not. That's no. I didn't say I said Peddler. (laughs) I think he likes the mask. Because he can be anywhere he wants and nobody bugs him because they don't know it's him. That's a good, that's a good point. You might be right. He can go anywhere he wants. All of a sudden, doesn't matter. That's he can true. Be anybody who he wants to be. It's true. He can see from his like his glass. <laughs> what? What is? You said it. What? His crooked eyes. Now Zeus is laughing. <laughs> but Sonny might be honest. I'm, hey, I can wear this mask and I can ride around on my orange mountain bike and nobody will know who I am. There you go.
Oh, man. All right, let's get into this game. I want to play some Jeopardy. I want to see how bad we are. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. All right, but before we do that, I think I think Sonny uh, should uh, sh- should uh, lay this one on us because oh, you know dude, if we ask him, to... does he have it? He'll say to us, "Why do you ask me if I have it every single time?" And you know what, Tom? I don't think he has it ready. Do you? I do not because it was not a bonus episode. You jerk. <laughs> Zeus is purposely sabotaging him on a live. I think, I think, I think Steve should do it today. How's that? Uh, Steve can. He's recording in a public library. He'll be fired. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> what he's going to say, hey, everybody, let's celebrate anal sex month and, uh, from the uh, library here. <laughs> Hold on. Sonny's pulling out his file cabinet here. If you sent it to me, I would have done it. I got it. Sonny's pulling out his Adam and Eve case file. Probably invoices first. (laughs) All right, we ready? We're ready. Me, 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 me. Free stuff is awesome. Free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for fifty percent off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter promo code Loudcast at checkout and get ten tantalizing free gifts: a sexy item for him, a special gift for her. And a third item you'll both enjoy, and six free spicy movies plus free shipping. That's promo code Loudcast at adamandeve.com. And I wasn't kidding. I follow Adam and Eve on Twitter. And the other day I get up and I'm scrolling through Twitter. And I didn't know, maybe somebody out there knows that August is anal sex month. <laughs> And apparently Adam and Eve has these promos and I was like, I am in a different world right now because <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a prude apparently. Cause I, I don't know how to, I didn't know this was a thing. I, I'm not sure who, who, who's celebrating this or, uh, but Half anyways, of our listeners are, if you look at our Twitter feed, <laughs> <laughs> because I text you this shit all the time, I'm like, dude, how is this legal? 
all these peop- people with like real as graphic as possible porn shit on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yep. Agreed. All right. So what do we got here? Let's what do we got here? Son- Sonny, you're the Alex Trebek. This is Kiss Jeopardy. Today's contestants are a fireman from Pennsylvania and host of Potter Than Hell, Steve, a super dad from the East Coast and host of Shout It Out Loudcast, Tommy, and our returning champion, couldn't make it, so we got our second place finisher, a lawyer from the East Coast and host of Shout It Out Loudcast, Zeus, whose one day total is a whopping $62. And now, here's the host of Kiss Jeopardy, Sonny Hollywood Pooney. Okay, so we are playing Kiss Jeopardy. Um, we're going to have a board shared on a screen here in a little bit. All three players can see. There'll be six categories for regular Jeopardy. We'll take a break for a minute, do double Jeopardy, and then we'll have a final Jeopardy. We are using buzzers on buzzin.live, uh, buzz just in case you ever, guys ever want to use a buzzer. I've reminded everybody to answer in form of a question. I think we're giving everybody one pass on that, and then there will be no passes. Um, our reigning champion could not join us today because he's sitting at home with his $15,195. But the guy who had $62 is with us, Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy who had $0 is with us, Tommy. <laughs> and technically, Steve, you haven't even played with us, and you're tied with Tommy. So good for you. Awesome. Yeah. Um, we did Jeopardy a year ago when we were still new at this, and uh, Chris Sinzak from uh, Decibel Geek was the third party. And like I said then, and I'll say it now, it was the equivalent of getting thrown in a locker in high school. He just <laughs> he just bludgeoned us on, on that game. So hopefully we're a little bit better here, but who knows. If anybody, you've listened to these games before, I don't know. We'll see. All right, Zeus and Tom, check your buzzers. I am connected. I'm ready. Am I showing that I'm connected? Hit your buzzer. I want to make sure it works. Okay. All right. Everybody's buzzer works, so that's good. Okay. Let me share my screen here. Okay. So you should see my screen now. Yep. Hello. Ooh. Nice. I don't think that's part of it. Dude, why do you have (laughs) Posh Spice on your screensaver? I'm trying to help you out. not allowed to have her. Porno Porno Pony has infiltrated our Jeopardy game. No, it's just five pictures of beautiful women. There's nothing wrong with this. Nothing Three out of my top five are in this room, uh, in this uh, picture here. In this room? In this oh, room. In this room. <laughs> 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 what are you talking to us for? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see here. Okay. Reset so my buzzer. Hold on. My Go wallet's gone. My wallet's gone. <laughs> yeah, relax. Okay, so we're going to share the first six categories. Okay. The first six categories are Pandemic (laughs) Paul, Kiss Grab Bag. Uh, Obviously, Pandemic Paul are all things Paul Stanley. Kiss Grab Bag can be anything. Killers, Smashes, Platinum. These are all uh, statements about either Killers, Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits, or Double Platinum. Name the Month, pretty self-explanatory. Kiss in the Movies, and Alternate Song Titles. Ooh, okay. So that is our first six. 
And since Steve is our guest, we are going to let him pick first. So go, Steve. All right. Uh, give me name that month for 200. Name that month for 200. Okay, he's going to be an ass and start in the middle of the thing. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. You want to be like that? Okay, whatever. 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 Hold on. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, we'll get to that too. All right. So we're doing, what was that? Name the month for 200. Name the month for 200. Okay. Name the month for 200. Sonic Boom was released in this month in 2009. There's only 12 months to choose from. Stevie. What is May? That is incorrect. Tom. What is October? October is correct for 200. Yes. Okay, you get to pick the next category. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, my buddy Pandemic Paul for 100. Pandemic Paul for 100. This Knott's Landing star dated me. Tom. Oh, my God. I just had a total blank. Uh, who is Donna Dixon? That is incorrect. Damn it. Damn it. Nobody Can't you get mine? Are you okay. getting mine? Okay. I buzz. Zeus. Uh, who is Lisa Hartman? Lisa Hartman is correct. That's the blonde I was thinking of. Nice. Okay. Okay. Oh. Uh, Zeus. Let's, let's go with Kiss Grab Ass for 100. <laughs> grab ass for a hundred. Bruce Kulick's third solo album is called this. Zeus. BK3? What is BK3? BK3 is correct. And you caught yourself, so I'm going to let that one slide. Okay. I heard Steve say something, and I felt <laughs> like I had to get it in before I, he said it. And so I skipped the... the the uh the answer in the form of a question okay let's go with uh kiss grab ass for 200 kiss grab back for 200 released in 2001 this unique kiss product was initially priced at 4500 five grand if you want to get it signed tommy what is the kiss casket that is correct nice all right. Uh, let's stick with Kiss Grab Bag for 300. Kiss Grab Bag for 300. This Are You Gonna Go My Way guy had to drop a deuce. Tom. Who is Lenny Kravitz? Lenny Kravitz is correct. Uh, let's continue Kiss Grab Bag for 400. Kiss Grab Bag for 400. After the demise of White Tiger, Mark St. John started this band with Phil Naro. Not exactly a creative band name. Ooh, get this shit. Damn. Uh, anytime, guys. I got nothing on that one. Okay, we call on that one? Doot, doot, doot. All right. It's called <laughs> the Mark St. John Project? <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even that know that was a thing. Didn't even know that was a thing. All right, uh, Tommy. All right, so let's finish out Kiss Grab Bag for 500. Kiss Grab Bag for 500. Season 10, episode 8 of this animated series used Paul's solo album song, Live to Win. Season 10, episode 8? Of this animated series. Oh, Jesus, season 10. Nobody's taking a shot here. No, it's, I can't risk 500 here. I'm not sure. All right, so we're calling this one too. Okay. South Park. 
No kidding. Really? Yes. Wow. All right. Uh, let's move over to Killers Smashes Platinum for 100. Killer Smashes Platinum for 100. This was the only single released from Double Platinum. Stevie. What is Strutter 78? Strutter 78 is correct. Also known as Disco Strutter. Yes, I love that version. All right, righty. Uh, let's, let's, uh, Let's go to alternate song titles for 100. Alternate song titles for 100. Fuck and Chuck. Oh, I forgot about this category. Um, Good Lord, nobody? I can't. Come on. Are we calling this one? I got it. Oh, Tom did it. What is love them and leave them? Love them and leave them is correct. Oh. It took me. It took me a while to turn my brain into the into the category here. I'm, let's stick with let's stick with that one. Alternate song titles for two hundred. Uh, yes, for two hundred. Okay. Cheating spouse. Zeus. What is two timer? Two timer is correct. Oh, nice. Okay. All right, Zeus, you're bored. Um. Let's go name the month for a hundred. Name the month for a hundred. Peter Chris was born on this month in 45. Ah. Righty. What is December? December is correct. It wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a game without Poonie's birthday questions. <laughs> you'd think you'd have them all figured out by now. <laughs> all right, righty. It's on you. Uh, let's do a name that month. Stick with that for 300. 300 name that month the revenge tour started in this month in 1992 oh see i can't risk i can't risk these too much of a guess nobody's guessing nope nobody's guessing all right we'll call it april april all right righty still you uh keep that category for 400 name the month for 400 Kiss Unplugged was released on VHS and DVD in this month in 96. Oh, my God. This is embarrassing. I don't know this. <laughs> I want to get I want to guess, but it's I a 400. Too. It's a 400 all a gamble. And I don't want to do that because last time I had zero. I can't have zero. All right. So doot, 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 March. March. OK. Righty. All right. Let's uh, let's get out of that one. Uh, let's do Kiss in the Movies for 100. Kiss in the movies for a hundred. Both Paul and Gene played themselves in this rock documentary released in 88. Tommy, what is the decline of Western civilization? That is correct. That is incorrect. That's incorrect. Actually, all that okay, is. Okay. okay what, all right. What is the decline of Western civilization? Part two. There you go. Sorry about that. We're all friends here. Yeah. Uh, let's stick with that kind category. Of. Kiss in the movies for 200. All right, Kiss in the Movies 200. Fastway did the soundtrack, and Gene played the character Nuke in this mid-'80s cult film. Zeus. What is Trick or Treat? Trick or Treat is correct. Oh, I love that movie. It's so cheesy and great. Let's get this fucking one out of the way. Name the month 500. <laughs> <laughs> Zeus's OCD was eaten alive there. He couldn't. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't. Categories. He couldn't. He couldn't leave that one there. 
<laughs> Crazy Crazy Nights single was released in this month in 1987. <sighs> Nothing. I'm not going to cheat either because I'm a good because I'm a good guy. All right, I guess we're calling that one yep. August. Okay. All right, uh, Zeus, still your board. Okay. okay. Let's go with um, Killers Smashes Platinum for 200, please. Right. Okay. This song, the third track on Double Platinum, features Paul on 12-string, Gene on acoustic bass, Ace on acoustic guitar. Righty. What is rock bottom? That is incorrect. Zeus. Oh, what is Hard Luck Woman? Hard Luck Woman is correct. Ah, crap. That's the third song on that? Shit. I was going to say that, but I'm like, that's not the third song. Okay. What? I think I got every fucking 200 question except for <laughs> Pandemic Paul for 200. Oh, boy. Here we go. All right. So Pandemic Paul for 200. The Kiss Classic song, Down on Your Knees, was written by Paul. Michael Jap and this heavenly singer songwriter. Tommy. Who is Brian Adams? That is correct. Nice. It's amazing the songwriting that he contributed to with Kiss. Yeah. And, 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 and then you look at what the kind of music he made, which was which is great. But uh let's go back to Killer Smashes Platinum for three hundred. Killer Smashes Platinum for three hundred, and that is the daily double. Ooh, okay. So, Tommy, bear, 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 bear. Right now, Zeus has 800. You have seven, a thousand. Uh, Righty has negative 200. Oh, no. So, um, Tommy, all right. You know what? I'm going to be a baby and just take what this was originally worth, which was 300. Okay. And only Tommy can answer the question. Okay. Although not on European releases of Killers. This song was added to both the Japanese and Australian versions. Because I have it. I know it. What is Escape from the Island? That is incorrect. Damn it. The answer is Zeus. I was going to say Escape from the Island. Shandy. 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 So what, so what, what was the version that had Escape from the Island added to it? I don't know. I that's on it, isn't it? That it could be too, but this is on both of those too. Okay, okay, okay. yeah. I okay. don't think Escape the Island is on both of those. Okay, come gotcha. on, Australia should have been your clue there. Yeah, no, it's a good point. Yeah, because Australia loves Unmasked and Shandy. Okay, Tommy, all right, you're bored. Uh, let's stick with Killer Smashes Platinum for four hundred. All righty. <laughs> oh, I just Uh-oh. read the clue. Uh oh. <laughs> Which one are we doing here? <laughs> Killers smashes platinum for 400. <laughs> this song has the longest song title of the four new studio tracks off of Killers. Zeus. I'm a legend tonight. I'm going to let that go, but it was not in the question. I'm a so that's your, uh, that was your, you, but that was your okay, warning. That's my, that's my thing, right? Yeah, that's your yeah. warning. Fuck. Okay. All right. You got it. All right. I'm assuming you got to take that for 500 since you're OCD. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> okay. For 500 killer smashes and platinum, I played bass on the two new tracks on smashes, thrashes, and hits. 
Oh, shit. I might. Oh, right. He's taking a shot. Who is John Bruvar? That is incorrect. Oh, oh that's, a, that's a 500 spot right there. Damn. Anybody, anybody I'm, I'm playing golf. I'm going for the low score. <laughs> okay, we'll call it. It was shit. Paul Stanley. I was. Oh, you son uh, of a bitch. I was literally. I was. I was just going to buzz in and say that, but I'm like, it's it's a $500 gamble. I can't better. do it. Shit. All right. All right. So you're bored. Okay. So let's go to, let's get some shit out of the way. Let's go to uh, Pandemic Paul for 300. <laughs> Pandemic Paul for 300. Love it. During Paul's solo tour in 89, this yet unreleased song was on the set list. Righty. What is Hide Your Heart? Hide Your Heart is correct. Nice. There you go. All right, Righty, you're bored. Come on, Righty, get out of that hole. Get out of the hole, you dug yourself in. Give me alternate song titles for 300. Alternate song titles for 300. Indigenous Australian apparatus. Oh, my God. Righty. What is Boomerang? Boomerang is correct. (laughs) Oh my God, Sonny, you are fucking insane. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Indigenous Australian <laughs> it took apparatus. <laughs> oh my God. That should have been the like, daily couple. The fuck? That's awesome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Righty. Uh, give me Kiss in the Movies for 300. All right. Kiss in the Movies for 300. This Kiss song was on the Endless Love soundtrack. Hint, it is not Nothing to Lose. Wait, Kiss had a song on the Endless Love soundtrack? That's correct. Holy mm-hmm. shit. But nobody's wow. buzzing. Ah, that's news to me. I got nothing. All nope. right, I guess we'll call it. It was I Was Made for Loving You. Is that true? Hey, I got it on the internet. Must be. Wow. Okay. All right, right. <laughs> All right, give me give me pandemic Paul for four hundred. Pandemic Paul four hundred. This song is the fourth track on Paul Stanley's seventy eight solo album. Oh Jesus Christ! Can I? I have it right next to me. Would that be cheating if I went and grabbed it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Kiss podcast, right? Is there nobody answering? Oh my God! Oh, I thought somebody answered already. No, oh. go go for it, Zeus. No, fuck you. Hold on a second. <laughs> Give me a second. Now um, he's, now he's going to cheat. How am I cheating? You're looking at me. Actually, um, I'm not. I can't see you. I can see me. I can see all you guys. Okay. Um, I know what the first two are. All right, Zeus. What is, wouldn't you like to know me? Wouldn't you like to know me is correct. Nice. Very nice. There you go. Ain't, I, I wasn't sure if it was ain't quite right or wouldn't you like to know me? I'm like, it's. I, I, think I thought. It was, I thought it was ain't quite right. Yeah. All right, All right. Zeus. Pandemic, Paul. Let's wrap his ass up. Ooh, All right. That's, that sounds good. Paul helped Ace with a song called "Fire and Water," released on an album called Origins Volume One. It was released on this year. Tommy. Damn it. I hit the buzzer before you finished the question. And that's why you're not supposed to do that. So <laughs> released, re, you said released in what year? Uh, what is 2017? That is incorrect. Yes, I know it is. Shit. 
That's a 500 Jeez. spot, too. Righty. Okay, nobody's I taking a shot here. I don't know. All right, we're going to call it. It was 2016. Damn it. Oh, oh, oh that's a kick in the nuts. 500 <laughs> spot, too. <laughs> Fuck! Zeus, you're bored. Oh, um, let's go with Kiss in the Movies for 400. Kiss hold on, movies. hold on. S- Sonny, you got to reset my buzzer there, buddy. Thank you, sir. No okay. problem. Kiss in the Movies 400. Gene looked good in the 1986 movie Never Too Young to Die, but the main actress was much hotter. Oh, this well, main actress was much hotter. Fuck. You don't know who the main actress is in too, Never Too Young to Die? Are you guys Kiss fans? Okay. That has nothing to do with Kiss just because Gene Simmons is in it. I know the guy. He's pretty hot. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> All right. We'll call it Vanity. Hello. Yeah, yeah I remember now, but it was, <laughs> it was my fellow Grecian there. <laughs> Who? Zeus. John Stamos was in there, yeah. wasn't Oh, he? that's right. Yeah, yeah he's handsome. <laughs> so Zeus and Kiss movies, I'm assuming? All right. Yeah, let's wrap that up, please. For 500. For 500. Gene Simmons and George Clooney were in this movie. What? Are you shitting me? Wow, I have it right here. Okay, I guess we're not going to get any takers on this one either. Nothing. Was he in with George Clooney? Red Surf. What the fuck is Red Surf? It's a movie. Check it. (laughs) I have it. Straight to VHS. Fucking Poonie strikes again. (laughs) All right, let's go. All right, Zeus. Let's go to 400 alternative song titles. All right. Not under any circumstances. Cubed. Righty. What is no, no, no? That is correct. Oh, my God. Sonny, I got to give you points on creativity there, buddy. That's a good one. <laughs> it's, no, it's no boomerang, but that was a good one. <laughs> and the last clue of this round, alternative song titles for 500, none turned hooker. Righty. What is good girl gone bad? That is correct. Wow. What makes you say it's none turner? It would be thrills in the night. Oh, you okay? You said you meant none, like N U N. I'm thinking. Okay, I, I got confused. I'm thinking like none, like nothing. Okay, that was a good one. All right, yeah, but why would it be a nun turned to a hooker? You good, got it right. good girl gone bad. A good girl, a nun gone bad. Yeah, that's stretching it. Yeah. How was that stretch? How was that stretching? It makes yeah. perfect sense. <laughs> Because you're using specific examples. It just threw me off. That's all. I was thinking like something like Thrills in the Night, which the song was about a girl that does shit like that. It becomes a hooker at night. Okay. Okay. So the scores, uh, before we get to our knowing our uh, contestants a little bit more, Tom is at 200. Shit. Zeus is at 800. Righty is at 800. How the hell am I at 800? I got a lot. Because you had a negative 400. On what? Uh, I don't know. You had a negative four hundred. Negative four hundreds. Yeah, that five hundred spot killed me. You didn't have a negative four hundreds. I didn't have a negative four hundred. Here we go. Oh, no, you did not. You are correct. <laughs> Twelve hundred. Sorry, I wrote Here it. Here we go. It so would not. So you wrote it as a negative, and it was a positive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get here Murph in here. 
It would not be a shout it out loud cast game show without a fucked up scoring system. <laughs> what? what the fuck? Huh? Unbelievable. Never fails. All right. So what? what is it now? What are the Zeus scores? Team. Hold on a second. Oh, this is a mess. <laughs> yeah, Steve. Steve, you're right. We need to we need to call Murph in. Oh, All right, fuck stop. No. All right, Sonny, what do we got for scores? Tom's at 200. Righty's at 800. Zeus is a 1600. Okay. Okay, so let's get to know our contestants a little better. I got a question for each of you. Uh, we'll start with Zeus. Oh. If you could be a cartoon character in real life, who would you be? If I could be a cartoon character? Yeah. I would say, can I, is it fair for me to say, uh, like, um, Superman from the Justice League? Oh, that's good. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Good for you. Why specifically a Justice League? Oh, actually, you don't want to you be know what? I take it back. I would say Batman from the Justice League. Oh. Because I'm thinking out loud, like, I remember the, watching the cartoons yeah. the Justice League, and I can't think of anything. Batman from the Justice League. Because yeah. Batman can maybe get a little ass from Catwoman. <laughs> Superman's a wuss. Oh, boy. Here we All go. righty. Tommy, let's say you made your wife mad. She'll accept your apology if you smash one record you own to bits. Which would you pick? Oh, boy. If I smash one record I own to bits. She will forgive you. Oh, that's easy. That's easy. I have Psycho Circus on vinyl. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll smash. Put it this way. I'll smash it anyways, even if she isn't mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep I'll keep the sleeve because the artwork is cool, but the vinyl, fuck it. There you go. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and righty, which of these are the least painful for you? Oh boy, mm. listening to a singing acapella. <laughs> oh. you shook me all night long on a twenty-minute straight loop, <laughs> or your balls in a vice. <laughs> oh God, which will be least painful? Yeah. <sighs> Those aren't easy. Uh, not, you're not giving me good choices here. Um, I'll take Shook Me All Night Long on a 20 minute loop. Oh my God. Wow. Oh. No way. That song is way overplayed. That's brutal. Well, how long do we actually, have... it would depend on how long Ace was singing a cappella. That's what my question <laughs> was going to be. Yeah, if you Because it's not your that... place. Quiet. <laughs> 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 Many years since I've been here. Forty <laughs> Second Street. Yeah, exactly. Two thousand. Oh man. Okay, so we are ready for double jeopardy. Oh no. And here are the categories. Uh oh. The first one is oh sorry. These are songs <laughs> that have kiss punctuation. Oh, they have punctuation in the song title. Creative. Co-writers, Kistery, track this. Track this is this is the track on the album. So I might say, what is the fifth song on Asylum? Okay. Album covers, and then one-word song titles. So all the answers are one-word song titles. Well, see, I like this nice, easy, dumbed-down, shouted-out-loud cast categories. This is what I like. <laughs> you think so? This is what I like. <laughs> 
we're one step away from the Will Ferrell Saturday Night Live skit where it's like this category, write your name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And since incorrect. Tommy is losing, <laughs> yeah. Tommy, it is your board. Let's go with album covers for 200. Album covers for 200. On the Love Gun album cover, the Kiss logo is this color. Tommy. What is oh. red? That is correct. <laughs> he just looked behind him. Oh. No. He <laughs> looked what? behind you. How can I look behind? There's nothing behind me. <laughs> I don't know what you got back there. <laughs> Oh, I, I get I got Kiss albums. Oh, I get the Dynasty poster in my uh, my. Okay, go ahead. Uh, oh, um, album al- album covers for four hundred. Album covers for four hundred. In two thousand five, Kiss released a greatest hits collection called Gold. They were wearing costumes from this era. Tommy, what is the Love Gun era? Love Gun is correct. That's a good. That's actually a good compilation. It's been not bad. Yeah. Uh, let's stick with the album covers for six hundred. Album covers for six hundred. Paul is making what looks like a hand fan with his hands on the cover of Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits. He is showing this many fingers and thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm not guessing. I'm trying to dig myself out of a hole and I'll get wow. back in one. It I looks can, like 40, but it's not. I can totally picture it, but yeah, I don't I don't know. Okay, so I think we're gonna call it. We're gonna call it. Okay, we'll call it. Nine. Really? Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Uh album covers for eight hundred. Album covers for eight hundred. This is the daily double. Oh shit. Okay. You have uh, a whopping 800. So you, yeah. can, you can go up to 1,000. I'm going to stick with the 800 here. Okay, for 800, only Tommy can answer. On the cover of Monster, Eric Singer is doing this with his hand. <laughs> what is jerking <laughs> off? Um, what is making a fist? Making a fist is correct. Yes. Always punching Gene. That's right. Thank you. As Zeus, it says you're disconnected. You got your phone on? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. He's, go- he's Googling the answers. That's why he's disconnected. It, oh, when it, my go. screen goes black, it comes off. Yeah. Okay, oh. Z- uh, uh, Tommy, you're bored. Let's go uh, album covers for a grand. Album covers for a grand. On the cover of Carnival of Souls. Paul is wearing a shirt that is this color. I can't. Come on, you COS fans. I know. What's wrong now? uh, For a thousand, I can't gamble. I'm just, I just dug myself out of a hole. There's no way. Is it? I think. I think. Go for it, Zeus. Go for it. Thousand. It's a thousand. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) A thousand. So we'll call it. Zeus, what were you going to say? Yellow. It's white. I was oh, going to say white. God. All right. Uh, Shit, you're bored. All right. Let's go to uh, one word song titles for 200. One word song titles for 200. Passion, fire, lust, desire. Zeus. What is exciter? That is correct. Nice. Um, 
Oh, sorry for 200. (laughs) (laughs) What a great category name. Oh, sorry for 200. This song off the first album starts with Gene's bass. And sorry is one of the first five words in the lyrics. Righty. What is 100,000 years? That is correct. Oh, nice. Okay. It is. Give me one word song titles for 400. When I was gone. <laughs> All right. One word song titles for 400. I got a 35 Chevy on a 55 frame. Can't even spell my name, Zeus. What is the worst song by Peter Chris? Hooligan. What is the matter with you? How can <laughs> you be a Peter Chris fan and not like that fucking song? First of all, it's the best song it? by it's the, it's the best song by Peter Chris. Oh, correct. Let's go back to oh sorry for four hundred, <laughs> and you have to say it like that. Okay. <laughs> oh sorry for four hundred. According to Paul, freedom comes at five fifteen. I'm assuming this means PM. Righty. What is uh, all night? Correct. Oh, sweet. All right, righty, your board. Uh, give me history for 200. History for 200. On the song Exciter, for whatever reason, Mick Fury didn't get to do the gu- guitar solo, so I did it. Oh. oh. Zeus. Can you repeat that real quick? I, I On the song Exciter, for whatever reason, Mick Fury didn't get to do the guitar solo, so I did it. Who is Rick Derringer? That is correct. Yes. That's right. Zeus. I remember that. Your uh, board, Zeus. Let's do history at 400. History at 400. <laughs> You're going to like this one. <clears throat> Mark St. John's tenure in Kiss only lasted this many months. Not sure why everyone says it's a short tenure. It was two months longer than Hollywood's first marriage. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know the months. I don't, I don't either. All right. I think we're going to call it. He was in the band eight months. My marriage lasted six. <laughs> wow. A little personal in- information there, but thank you. Sorry, ladies. He's remarried. <laughs> Good lord, right. Zeus. Uh, let's stick with history then for 600. History for 600. Due to a war happening in this territory, Kiss canceled a show in Moscow in 1999. Righty. What is the Chechen war? Uh, we're looking for a territory, so that is incorrect. What, what, what um, year was this? Wait a minute. What year? 1999. Tommy. Well, what is Bosnia? That is incorrect. Yeah, I'm not touching that. Shit. All right. The answer was Kosovo. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. 600 cost me. Damn it. Fuck. Me too. Okay. Uh, Zeus. Uh, let's stick with that. History for 800, please. History for 800. When Kiss arrived in Japan in 1977, this government entity made them take their makeup off. Oh, shit. 
Say it again. When Kiss arrived in Japan in 1977, this government entity made them take their makeup off. Wow. Uh, nobody. No. Nobody. That's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, nobody. All right. We'll call it customs. I mean, really? yeah. I, I mean, I, I thought it was just. I, I knew that, that. I knew that happened I knew that to wasn't, them. wasn't it? Yeah, but I don't know. Like, what were you looking at? Like, what right. are you looking for? Yeah. Right. All right, Zeus. Let's finish it up. A thousand history, please. History for a thousand. Kiss canceled five gigs in August of 1980 in this country. Was it because of poor ticket sales? The world may never know. No clue. I got nothing on that one. That could be. It could be anywhere. They were canceling shows that all over the place. I think in 1980. I'm not gonna say it, but. All right, we'll call it Mexico. Really? I was, I was yeah. going to guess U.S. I don't know. I know, me too, That's but I wasn't I was sure. Thinking. Wow, okay. All right, Zeus, you're, you're bored again. Let's go to, so what does track this mean? Track this is, I'm going to tell you, uh, like, what's the first song on the first album? And you're going to name the song. Oh, that's fucking a kick in the nuts. Oh, sorry, <laughs> 600. <laughs> Oh, sorry for 600. The only Kiss Studio album, or wait, scratch that. The only Kiss Studio song that features Paul Stanley on bass and Mark St. John on lead guitar. Oh, my God. Wow. Remember, there's a punctuation in the title. Stop saying that. Um, Paul Stanley on bass, Mark St. John on lead guitar. That is correct. Tommy. What is I've had enough into the fire? That is correct. Parentheses, baby. And a, uh, what is that? Oh. The I've, what's that oh, called? Oh, the apo- apostrophe. Yeah, there you go. Okay. All right. Uh, let's do, oh, sorry for 800. <laughs> uh, for 800. Written by Gene Simmons and Lou Reed. It's the only song on the Elder to have a punctuation mark in the title. Righty. What is Mr. Blackwell? That is correct. Oh, such a great song. I'm a big fan of that song. That is a cool song. Yep. I don't mind that one. Nope. All Uh, right, Righty. Let's do, uh, oh, God. Let's do co-writers for 200. Co-writers for 200. Zeus, you're disconnected. Oh, <laughs> Stop cheating. It, every okay. time, it's just after a while, if I haven't buzzed in, it shuts off. Co-writers for 200. Bang, bang, you. Oh, I am not going to be good at this category. Zeus. Who is Desmond Child? That is correct. Nice. All right. Continue that. All right. 400. Co-writers for 400. I... Oh, uh, Zeus. Who is Bob Ezrin? That is correct. Wow. Nicely done, Zeus. All right. So co-writers for 600. I can't oh. believe you're allowing that $1,000. Oh, sorry. Question. Just hang out there. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not touching it. I can't get <laughs> these things. My brain doesn't work on those. <laughs> All right. So co-writers for 600. She's so European. 
I'm not going to get any of these. Oh, I think I know this. Um, do I try it? 600. It's 600? Yep. yep. Go for Go for it. Um, we calling it? Call it. Fuck it. Vinny okay. Poncia. Vinny Poncia. Vinny Poncia is correct. He, he buzzed in. <sighs> he buzzed in. He got it? Yep. All right. Give it to him. Good. Good for you. Um, three let's for go three with, so far. Um, co-writers for 800. Co-writers for 800. Turn on the night. See, I think I know these, but I can't. For 800 bucks, I can't gamble. Zeus. Who is Holly Knight? That is incorrect. Oh, for my damn. Anybody else? <laughs> nope. Not me. I'm out. It is Diane Warren. Diane Warren. That's uh. it. That other bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that other bitch. Okay. Thousand. Who, uh, co-writers for a thousand. Co-writers for a thousand. Raise your glasses. Yes. God, I should know this. Me too, because I love that song. See, I don't know. Uh, I'm not good with this shit. I got nothing. All right. We call in this one. Yeah. yeah. Holly Knight. No. <laughs> Other oh, man. I was trying not to laugh because it would have gave it away. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> that's Zeus. a kick in the nuts. That's a, yeah, that's a kick in the ding ding. Um, let's go with, oh, sorry for a thousand. Oh, sorry for a thousand. Clocking in at just over two and a half minutes is the only song on Hotter Than Hell that's written by both Paul and Ace. Tommy, what is going blind? That is incorrect. There goes a thousand bucks. Anybody uh, else? Uh, oh, I know it. I just thought of it. You know what it is? There was, there was a, there's a couple songs with it, with punctuation there. Zeus? You said going blind, right? Yeah. He didn't write watching you. So then it's uh, it's got to be this. What is... Uh, coming home? That is correct. It's not yep. coming. Yeah, I'm thinking, is it with a G? Holy fuck! Yeah. Wow. So that's a that's a that's a two thousand dollars swing. That's a two thousand yeah. dollars swing right there between me and Zeus. Fuck. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's a killer. Um, right. Zeus is on you. Track this for two hundred. Track this for two hundred. Eighth track on Hotter Than Hell. Oh, God. I'm trying to picture how many songs are on the album. <laughs> well, there's at least eight. <laughs> no, I know. All right, yeah, we'll call it. Yep. It's mainline. I'm good, because I was going to say something you else. You didn't get my buzz? Oh, I got your buzz. Were you going to say mainline? It's my favorite song off that album. All right, I'm but giving you it can't, to you then. You can't give it. You can't. Uh, it, I would have said it, but you can't. It's not fair for these guys. But you did see I buzzed, right? I saw. Sorry. Sorry. I was going to say mainline. I swear to you guys. Okay. All right. Seems you're bored. Um, Let's go with track this for 400. Ninth song on Unmasked. (laughs) I fucking know. I can't do this. 
there's no way I'm going to get any of these. No. Um, give me this one. You got to give it a little bit of these. Um, ninth song on. No, it's no way. I haven't listened on mass in a long time. Yeah, me neither. Um, hold. It's funny because I know what I know the songs that are in the middle of that album. Mm-hmm. Like, like, but I, I can't, it, I can't guess. Uh, it's got to be one of those awful Paul songs. Fuck it. All right, Zeus. What is easy as it seems? That is correct. Oh, oh, oh wow! Nice. Holy shit! I'm like, shit. it's either to, I was either I was gonna go tomorrow or easy as it seems. Yeah. Nice. I know what number eleven is on that, so that's why I was going from that because that's the only one I go to on that album. N- nicely um, done. Let's Zeus. go with track this for six hundred. All right, the pain continues with track this. Fourth song on Asylum. Oh my god, we just did this. I, that is That's why I thought these would be fucking long softballs. Oh, I know this. <laughs> Zeus. What is uh Trial by Fire? Trial by Fire is cool. I, I told you oh, that sucks. sucks. the first album I bought. I I should know that. Look at Zeus um, cleaning house here. No shit. What is um Oh, let's go with 800. Track this. 800. Track this. Good luck on this one. Tenth song on a live three. Oh, I'm not getting this. <laughs> on a live throne. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, no <laughs> clue. That is de- That would definitely be like a dart throw for me. No way. All no right. way. We'll call that one because I don't think Righty's going to guess. No. no. Rock and roll all night. Nope. Zeus. Yeah, isn't that funny? Because that's the one that's like in the middle. That's that right. Yeah. Should yeah. Be there. That's yeah. Right. That makes sense that you would pick something like that. Let's yep. go. Let's end this category for a thousand. Let's go with track this. Third song on side one of Killers. This is the European version. That other version. Well, there's only one European version. Yeah, European. Um, yeah, I have. Not, I have Killers. What's not the for a thousand. I think I know this, but not for a thousand. I think I do, too. Do you want to give us a hint? No. No, no hints. Um, uh, I think I know, but I'm not. I, I know it. I don't even know if I have a thousand dollars to bet. Fuck you. I know it. <laughs> Zeus. What is Colgen? That is correct. Wow. Yeah. I ha- I've had killers for like my whole fucking life. I cannot believe Zeus is destroying all of us. I mean, wow. These are fucking thousand times easier questions than last time. Oh, I know. Let's but be they- blunt. Oh, yeah. Um, let's right, go Zeus. with one song word titles, right? One word uh, song titles. Yep. For, for what? Which is the first one? 600. Uh, for 600. Okay, one word song titles for 600. Infinity with no end in sight, like a really, really long time. Tommy, what is forever? That is correct. Oh, good one. Good one. I, I, I had no idea where you were going with it. Uh, Tommy, one, one word song titles for 800. One word song titles for 800. This song doesn't make you boogie. And it's not welcoming either. Come on, Paul. You can do better. What? This, this song doesn't make you boogie, and it's not welcoming either. 
Come on, Paul. You know we you can do better. Paul. So it's a Paul song. Um, doesn't make you want a boogie. And it's not welcoming. Tommy, oh. what is good? What is goodbye? That is incorrect. Oh. Yeah, you're not doing solo albums, right? Eight hundred bucks down the drain. It's just one word song titles. It could be from anywhere. It's not welcoming. That's why I said goodbye. <laughs> oh wait, I mean, say it. Say it again. Oh, what, what is it? The song doesn't make you boogie, and it's not welcoming either. We call in this. Yep. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No. Wow. <laughs> call it. Wait, 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 wait. Stop. Say, say it again. One more time. <laughs> The song doesn't make you boogie, and it's not welcoming either. Not welcoming. Oh, I get it. It's easy. Zeus. I, I figured you're crazy mind now. That is uh, Jungle. That is Jungle. That is correct. It's actually not correct because he didn't phrase it in the form of a question. What is Jungle? Oh. 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 Didn't I say what is Jungle? Yeah, I think he's formed it in yeah, a question. I thought I said that. Yeah, yeah. He said, what is jungle? Mm, we'll see what happens when the listeners hear this. <laughs> Dude, I didn't take the 200 points earlier. All right, fine. No, 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 we're good. All right, okay. so one word song titles. We've got the $1,000 clue yeah. left. Guys, good luck with this. That's all I can tell you. Bone, spinner, doublet, or doublé if you're French. Bone, spinner, Doublet. Bone spinner. Dub, what, what's the last word? Doublet. D-O-U-B-L-E-T. I don't even. What the fuck does that word? What's that word? A bone spinner? Bone, comma, spinner, comma, doublet. I don't even know what doublet means. Yeah, I thought this would be the toughest one. I don't think anybody's going to get this. Um, they I was are, thinking of one word song titles. I would even. Yeah, nobody's getting this. So those are all terms in the game. Dominoes. Domino. Oh my oh. God almighty. Wow. So I have no idea what you were doing. Wow. You dug deep on that one. That was a good one. <laughs> all right. All right so, how, so how bad, so how badly is Zeus killing everybody? All right. Let me get to this here. I'm carry the do my sheet here. Write down these totals here to see how I have to how bad I'm losing. Boom! Boom! Oh my god! <laughs> that was Tommy's score. That's why I went. Oh my god! Um, okay. uh, Zeus dominated Double Jeopardy. That was Zeus that was, ran wild, running wild was, with that, Zeus. That was impressive. All right, so the scores right now: Tommy's at four hundred. Woo! Righty's at sixteen hundred. Wow. Yep. Zeus is at sixty six hundred. Holy fuck balls! <laughs> wow, that's so insane. That means that's... with my poor math skills, you can't lose. <laughs> you can't lose unless I do what Cliff Clavin did. <laughs> Bet it all. <laughs> um, Tom can't beat me unless I bet it all. I gotta, hold on. I got to use a calculator. I got to figure out how much I want to wager. If you Let guys were if you guys, guys if you guys were any fun, 
we would all bet it all and let Final Jeopardy determine the winner. And but, you guys are, category. but you guys are boring. So the category is Mark St. John. So okay. put your weight. Dude, then I'm going to bet zero with that. What the fuck is Mark St. John? Well, it doesn't. This this Final Jeopardy actually doesn't matter. So I'm just going to bet. I'm just going to bet my four hundred. So we use a, our our sharpie to write the what we're going to bet. Right on the bottom of the paper, and then you're going to write your answer on the top of the paper. Whatever. All right. I let me it. know when you're ready. I'm ready. Um, I'm ready. I mean, it's Mark right. St. John, right? Yeah. Ask the question. Righty. Good to go. All right. The question is, Mark was born in this California city that Sonny is very familiar with. Mark was born in this California city that Sonny is very familiar with. Please write your answers in form of a question so we don't got no drama. See what I had written down for me all night in front of me? All right. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. Bring the girls back. I love the I'm annoyed. <laughs> all right. Oh, sorry. Sorry. All right. Okay. Uh, let's go with Tommy. Show your answer, please. What is Sacramento? Sacramento's incorrect. What Good. Did, what did you bet? Back-to-back Jeopardy's getting zero, baby. Zero. <laughs> Righty. Yes. What was your answer? What is? Raise it up. Raise it up. What is San Francisco? That is incorrect and I think spelled wrong. And <laughs> it, is, it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> and he bet seven ninety nine. <laughs> I just like it. I, I'm, I'm just it's an East Coast it. thing. <laughs> Unbelievable. Which takes him to eight oh one. Uh, Zeus, what was your answer, sir? I'm guessing I'm wrong, and I fi- think I figured out what you're familiar with. San Diego. That is incorrect. Is <laughs> it Vegas? No, it, ah. it's a California city. By the way, that would not be California. <laughs> 2600 you have 4000 the answer was Brentwood Hollywood oh my god how did we fuck that up uh, <laughs> actually actually i know how we fucked it up this is two straight jeopardies i have zero <laughs> so i got nothing come where on, the fuck do you live again hollywood i live in uh well i live in san francisco i live east bay san francisco and you always used to tell the story about san fran and metallica yeah, how the fuck did I fuck up and think San Diego for some reason? <laughs> Are you a Chargers fan by any reason? No, but... I'm a Cowboys fan. Oh, that's God. even worse. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. all right. So Zeus, congratulations! You won with four thousand dollars. Congratulations! Good job. Wow. Well done, Zeus. Well done, partner. What is Very Zeus, nice. What did you bet? Two thousand. Twenty six hundred. Twenty six hundred. Okay. So I wanted to get to an even number because otherwise I'd fucking put a bullet in my head and just give up. <laughs> well, I, I want I want to give I want to give legit kudos to Sonny. Those were good questions. They were fun. They were they were challenging, they were. but they weren't impossible. Good categories, good questions. So thank you, buddy, for that. Even good though job. I good job. even even though I scored zero, but fucking who cares? I had. Fun. I will I will tell you that one of the things we always say to Sonny. When we do these video, these games, we always say to him, dumb it down. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. All of those things. 
for dumbing it down for us. Well, what does that mean? I got a zero. (laughs) (laughs) Not dumbed down enough. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I know, I know. No, I took, I, 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 I didn't have that fuck up with the. What was it? Would you lose five hundred on that one? No, I lost like a, a thousand or something on going blind. Eight hundred or something. Yeah. yeah, going blind. Yeah, but that. Yeah, but that that doesn't explain me getting zero. I was just yeah, a little. Tommy bit... took a lot more chances this episode because yeah. the last Jeopardy, <laughs> you were taking no shots. Right, right, right. Yeah. I fucked up the two, the Holly Knight and Diane Warren. I got them backwards. Do you know what I did, Those Tom? Pitches. Do you know how I got all this stuff? You know what I did? What before this? I studied the co-writers. I went through every fucking album because I knew he was going to do something about co-writers. And I went through every album and started looking as to, oh, okay, because he's not going to ask us about that shit. And I looked at yeah. the co-writers before this game. That's Son- how I got Sonny, you know why I never took shots with the with the Chris Sinzak version of Jeopardy? Because I had literally no clue on those questions. <laughs> at least the, these, I was like, okay, I think I know this, or at least I, this answer might be right. But eh, whatever. Any chance. It, yeah, one whatever. other thing I, I did the old... Uh, the old uh, kind of strategy of while the game was going on, I specifically avoided songs with one word, and I just started writing on my sheet of paper songs with one word on them. That's good. Like that. Yeah. Think of. And then yeah. I, when when it came up, I was you know thumbing through it, and I think I got most of them, and I think I had Domino written. And yeah. I still couldn't get the fucking answer. <laughs> oh yeah, I had no you idea. I never played dominoes. Well, put it this way: If I have, I've. I've I didn't play dominoes. <laughs> yeah, I, sorry. Yeah, Sunny, Sunny, Sunny. Sorry, it wasn't an extra in Boys in the Hood. Yeah, none of us have been in prison, so we've never played dominoes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Righty's played dominoes, but I guess at the firehouse you got time. Well, we don't play dominoes there. We used to play cards, you know, horse of pepper and all that shit, but not. Speaking not, of, not, speaking not. of one word song titles, how could you not have Firehouse here with the fireman? Yeah. Come on! It might be on a later this, episode. I would what, fuck what that up because I'd be like, "Firehouse, isn't that two words?" What does Boogie have to do with Jungle? Jungle Boogie. Jungle Boogie. Oh, oh my God! God. That's why it took me a while to nice. to figure it out. Jungle I'm like, Boogie. What? I gave you the two big hints. They're two oh, huge songs. Yeah, that was good. That was good, Sonny. Very creative. So yeah. what do we got? What do we got next, buddy? What do we got next, Zeus? Where do we go from here? So after this, we usually go to question. Tom, do you get a question for us? We have a question. Uh, it's a two-parter, so I'm going to stick with one part of it. And this is from our big fan and friend of the show, Deuce. Uh, he asked this one a while ago. So now that we got the four of us here, we can ask this. We'll take turns going around. Steve, you start. Pick a song from Paul's solo album that could have worked on any of the other three solo albums? Whoa, oh, that's, a, well, that's what, a good question. What do you think? Something from Paul's solo that Gene, Peter, or Ace could have done well with. Hmm. Yeah. I gotta say, I gotta say goodbye. Okay. Bye. I, could, who, I think with goodbye would have, would have fit good. Um, who could have done that? It, it would have fit great on either Gene or Peter's album because it would have been the best song on the fucking album. Um, and, and I think, I think Ace could have, could have did okay with that one. Okay. Sonny. The only one on this list that I can see Ace doing, it's not Gene or Peter. That's the problem is Ace is the problem. Yeah. Cause, cause he can't sing. Yeah. 
Because uh, so you have not to pick your place. Yeah, so you have to pick something where Paul's not being crazy. So I think I'd have to go with Love and Chains. For Ace? Because right? the chorus is easy. Love okay. and Chains. Okay. Right? It's easy. I think Ace could probably do that. Chains? <laughs> okay, so this one's kind of easy for me. Um, the song is not great. But I think Peter's voice, which I like Peter's solo album, I think he could have... The song is not great. Don't get me wrong. But I think Peter's voice could have done something with Hold Me, Touch Me to make it semi-tolerable, as opposed to Paul's vocals make the song a total train wreck. It's not a great song. It's not a good song. But I think Paul's vocals could have helped give the song a little bit of that husky smoky vocals maybe turn it into like some kind of lounge song where paul was just embarrassing with that version of that song but how's ace gonna do it well no well no i'm peter well no i said peter it doesn't it doesn't have to be a song that could have worked for all three just take take, for all three that's what i was going for okay i'm sorry no no no. to take a song from paul that could have worked for either of the other albums so so now knowing that do you have would you change your mind would you would you change your mind steve or sonny with that I think that um, I think Peter would have did great with Easy as It Seems. That's on Unmasked. That's wrong album. Oh, that's not Unmasked. That's not Unmasked. Come on, come on. We exchanged Steve for BB here or something. <laughs> no, what ain't, the actually, fuck was that? Ain't quite right is the one I was thinking of. I like that. That would have been good. And I'd pay ten thousand dollars to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he won't do a bumper. <laughs> I think uh, yeah. If we're going that way, Love and Chains for Ace. I'd probably do Take Me Away for Peter. Wow, okay. Um, Gene, it would have been nice. It would have been tough. Gene could me do, do Hold Me, Touch Me. It's no, be, it's no worse than Wish Upon a Star. Uh, oh, I don't know. Paul Gene doesn't have that kind of voice. That's why I think, that's what I th- I think Peter could have done a nice job with it. Hey, how about this? Sonny said Take Me Away. If they did that like Black Diamond, have Paul sing the, the slow part and then have Peter sing the other parts, would that be kind of cool? If Peter say, if Peter sang it like the, when the, when the song really kicks in, the when it kicks in, yeah, like, take me, yeah, that okay, that'd be nice, yeah, Zeus. So I can't believe you guys didn't pick up the most obvious one. For me, the most obvious from Paul's, and it would fit perfectly, is, and I and I, this isn't what I would like to see, but I'm going to give you two things. The first is the most obvious. The most obvious for me would be Peter singing "Move On." You got to move it with the okay. gospel and the yeah. and the RMT shit. Okay, uh, come on, Tom. You know how to, how's it going with that Paco? You got to move it, <laughs> move on. Ooh. Yeah, he's gonna have and he's gonna you know maybe have a little Rolf playing to get the piano there. Move on, a little R and B kind of flavor there. Okay, but the one. thing that I would pay and really I would love if I ever heard him sing it, and that would be Peter taking a crack at it's all right. All right, I, see, I think I, and just adding that bad Paul. I mean, I can't tell you. Uh, you know how much I love that song. But uh, I, I, if Peter did it with his voice at his Black Diamond level or nothing to lose level, oh, I think that song would be even cr- incredible. But I do like Steve's, um, you know, splitting up. Um, take uh, me away. Take me away. I think that's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, I think that I think the thing like what you said, I think Peter's voice could have taken any of Paul's songs because he just he can. I love his voice. I just think he could have done a lot of good things with those songs. And thank so, you, Deuce, for coming up with the next episode uh, idea that we'll probably end up doing. 
Yeah, and, that, and now Paul Stanley's doing the new Peter Chris solo album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. No shit. Good call, Steve. That's right. No, so you dude. awake over there, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I'm just texting Joe that idea we're doing do it next week. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to text him. He'll take it anyway. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh no, Deuce! Good, good, uh, good question, buddy. Thank you for uh, for always. That wasn't me. That was your buddy that says you're the nice. By the way, we didn't get the same thing about this. Um, my partner was on Cobras and Fires episode they did on grunge, where Baco does a, the top twenty five albums in grunge as uh, listed by Rolling Stone magazine. Which you know, Rolling Stone, if anything, it sucks. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. But they listed Sweet Oblivion, which is I've known Tommy since college. He has loved that album. So he jumped on that just as I did Purple. Uh, Tom jumped on with Baco. And before I turn this over to Tom to talk about that, Baco did talk about you at the end, Sonny. And he that's when he was like, oh, he's the nicest guy. Oh, he's a sweetheart. And I'm listening to this. I'm like, what fucking Sonny Pooney does he know? Because the <laughs> one I know, that doesn't sound like him. Oh, come anyway, on. Actually just a nice kidding. Guy. Just kidding. <laughs> Sonny Pooney, what a piece of shit that guy is. <laughs> and he's the one, by the way, that made the comments about taking shit. Not yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Tommy, take it away. No, yeah, that was great. So it was a great time with Baco from Cobras and Fire. F- Cobras and Fire, uh, like Zeus said, he's running down like a, he's doing like a side cast of those grunge albums. So Screaming Trees, Sweet Oblivion is one of my all-time favorite albums. I know it's not for everybody, but had a lot of fun with him talking about that. He's passionate about that kind of music too. So it was a lot of fun. And yes, there was a little love in on Pooney. There was a little Pooney love there at the end there. But no, thanks to Baco and, and Cobras and Fire. So even if you don't like Screaming Trees, Grunge, or anything, it, it was a fun episode. We had a, we had a good time. So Baco's a great guy. But if you don't, you um, I understand. But if you don't like that album, Sweet Oblivion, there's something wrong with you. That Uh-oh. is a great, deep uh, cut of an album that if you find that, you're like, holy shit, how did this band not become bigger? Now, we have two big grunge-loving people on this. <laughs> Uh, episode with us that Both are doing the thumbs down dying to no. listen to sweet oblivion as soon as this episode's over i never even heard of it before <laughs> they, they're too they're too busy pulling out their halloween box set to listen to <laughs> screaming truths <laughs> yeah what is it uh, righty what is it keeper of the seven keys part keeper three of the seven keys baby wow <laughs> God. Yeah, I think, uh, uh, yeah both righty and i've met uh canon and Baco. they're nice guys you know yeah. they it's just like us, right? You're constantly busting on each other, whether it's on whatever, and and they do the same thing. But uh, when you when you all meet and you go break bread and blah blah blah, really everybody's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Oh yeah. yeah, it was it was a good time, definitely. Yeah, we love everybody in the podcast community, don't we? That's well, true. We do almost. We yeah, actually we have a few that were fucking dickheads, <laughs> but we'll, we'll talk to you guys privately about that. We know who those fucking pricks are. 
It's my personal um, private business. <laughs> Doesn't sound like you're doing any business. So what's wrong with that? Yeah, exactly. All right. So after our question, we usually hand it over and we start um, discussing um, where we can find you guys. So Steve. why don't we start with Steve? Uh, Part of the Hell podcast. We do hard rock and metal topics. We do everything from Kiss to Wasp and everything in between. Hair bands, metal, hard rock, whatever you want to call it. And um, actually, just I just did a uh, an interview with Don Dockin today. Nice. And um, that'll that'll be airing in probably a week or so. And um, awesome. And actually, I just did an interview with uh, you. Both you guys have had him on both your shows. Um, Joey Casada. Awesome the music, okay. And, <laughs> you, gotta, uh, you gotta drop the Joey yeah. Casada theme. Yeah, I just did an interview with him. He was he was great, and actually, he's coming on our regular episode that we're going to be recording tomorrow, which will be out next week from when you guys hear this episode. And uh, we just have a great time. It's me, my uh, my co-host BC BB. A lot of letters going on there, and my son Dylan does all the editing, and he's a member of the cast as well. And uh, we have a great time. It's just it's like this. It's just a bunch of guys shooting the shit about music and stuff we love. Awesome. And you guys cool. have an insane amount of knowledge about a lot of niche bands out there that you guys have followed, not just you, but your co-host, BBBC, and your son, Dylan. And so if anyone out there really wants to see, and Steve is full of energy and vigor. He was gone for a couple of weeks, and he's back. Podcast is better than ever. So make sure you check out Potter Than Hell. Um, but I do got to add in one quick thing though, Tom, go ahead. Is there a person that's been on more podcasts than Joey Casada? Yes. Sonny Pooney. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to stay ahead of him. So if there was a, like a fucking, I don't know, a hooker podcast hooker (laughs) convention. Who would be there first? He's Sonny going on the hook- He's going on the Hookers and Blow podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the celebrity celebrity death match between Casada and Pooney to see who can be the last one standing. Hey, maybe maybe he could get on a, an episode of Joey Licious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You go, Joey yeah. Licious. He to wrestle him on one of those episodes. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. Oh, right. That'd right. Be great. That's um, all we need to see me in in tights wrestling. Yeah, oof, that's a good idea. I think that'd be awesome. I think oof. you against Joey in a wrestling episode of his wrestling with Joey Licious. Do it, fantastic. Well, if he can't get hacksaw Jim Dugan, he can put Sonny in a in a, some uh, farmer oh, jeans. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh. Who the fuck is hacksaw Jim Dugan? Is that is that his name? Right, <laughs> like the guy Jim that... Duggan. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> you know that what fucking guy. The guy, the guy with two by four. Yeah. Steve, Steve, don't upset Zeus. He's the wrestling nerd on this show here. So <laughs> fucking Hulk Hogan. <laughs> macho wish- man, ma- macho man, Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah. I wish I looked like Hacksaw in that outfit, but I'm going to look more like George the Animal Steel. <laughs> You've had on your podcast, Chris Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> He's a he's a he's a Mexican fella, Chris. <laughs> oh God, Salvador, 
What a little luchador from Mexico. Chris Carico. Hey, Chris, how are you? We just created a new character. Shit. He's got enough nicknames. The fucking new one he's got is like the demo god that he's out there. Now it's Chris Chris Cadigo. Is is that when he's fighting Orange Julius or whatever that guy's name is? (laughs) They're having a debate tonight and I'm taping it. We'll watch it later. All right. Anyways, get back to the porn star up top here. The podcast porn star. Are we going to call you the porn star father? Sure, yeah. that, that works. Uh, growinguprock.com, uh, we do hard rock and metal too. Um, we're into like a lot of the European bands nowadays, uh, especially the new stuff that we ha- hear out there. So we play a lot of that stuff. We're in the middle of a 1990 theme month. Uh, I think by the time this comes out, we'll have our second episode out for 1990. We've got a game show in there. We've got... Uh, a top 20 with somebody in there. We do our top 10 albums of the year, just kind of that kind of stuff. You do, huh? Very proud of you. That's very nice. And then Podcast Rock City, um, which is a KISS podcast, has been running for seven years. We're getting close to our 300 episodes, so life is good. I'll tell you what, that uh, your most recent episode, the 1990 episode, that was a lot of fun. Talking about like the the albums that were on the Billboard charts and the pop culture aspect of it. I like I like those year um especially 1990 that was that was a fun one yeah it's uh you know when you look back at it you realize that really vanilla ice and mc hammer, hammer. oh yep. 1990 yep unbelievable like for a year it went from one to the next yep yeah, yeah. Um, that album Unbe- unbelievable yeah cool yeah. All, right. all right tom what about us are we alive and kicking what are we doing yeah, shout it out loudcast. Uh we're um on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Email us all the time, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. We are on the part of the Pantheon Podcast Network, tons of rock, metal, hip hop, folk, country, music, all kinds of podcasts on there. And we're on all the platforms, you know, Apple, um Spotify, Stitcher all those places if you can't hear us where you want to hear us uh let us know and but we're out there on all the different platforms and we have a facebook group shout it out loud casters on facebook group uh it's a fun group people just posting articles pictures just having some fun with the band that we love so if you haven't joined the shout it out loud casters group all these guys are on it together we always have a good time just sharing pictures videos articles stories just fun little things a place where just kiss fans can get together and just talk shit so check us out if you haven't done that yet and uh tom we did get something that you wanted to go over i think you got a direct message and that's one of the things that we we i'm sure you guys are the same way we love hearing from listeners and i'm sure you guys will echo these sentiments dm us send us a twitter direct message send us one on facebook instagram we we will correspond with you. We uh, we try to get back to everybody, or if not, sometimes we'll just read you guys stuff on, over the air. Especially emails. Shout it out loudcast at gmail dot com. Tom, what did we get? Yeah, w- real quick before I get to that, I don't want to forget our our good friend Ed from Click T Shop, um, who sells uh, shout it out loudcast gear. Um, you know, sh- uh, shirts, hats, everything. He does a bunch of other podcasts out there too. Check him out. I think he might have PRC as well. And he also has a ton of kiss inspired gear, all kinds of great stuff. Um, so, and Ed's our buddy. We, we love him. So ch- give him, give him your business, give him your time. He's got great stuff. Um, does he but, have, um, does he have yours, Steve too? Does he have some Potter than hell gear? He actually designed our logo. 
He actually oh, did wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, logo. I yeah. remember the main one we use. He designed that one. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, cool. Ed's Ed's my uh he's grew up I grew up with him. Yep. Ed's awesome. Right. Awesome. Awesome. So um, what do you yeah. got? Yeah, so we like to anytime somebody sends us like a new message, anybody that like finds the podcast, we just like to give them a shout out and thank them. So Tyler Keeler uh threw out this message on the Shout It Out Loudcasters Facebook group that I was just talking about. And he said, uh, hey guys, just catch catching up on some podcast episodes. Great show, keep kicking ass. So just little things like that. We just like to read them and thank you for a listening to us, finding us, and then taking the time to just write a nice little message like that. So thank you, Tyler, for that. Yeah, and the other thing is, and you guys are on Pod Chaser as well, Potter Than Hell, Grown Up Rock, right? So yeah. if you go on there, podchaser.com, give us a five-star review there. Uh, we get them all the time, and we're very thankful for it. If we get somebody that puts a comment there, we like to read those too. So you can review us there, or you can review us on iTunes. We do have one five-star review, new one that we just got on iTunes that I want to read. So please, if you get a chance, please do list us, and then we'll happy to read them on the air. So I got one here, and it's called Love This Podcast from Rock Drummer Rattlesnake. Okay. Thanks, Sonny, for doing this for us, by the way. Um I've been a long-time listener from the beginning. Love the chemistry with these guys from album reviews to general KISS information. If you listen to any of these episodes front to back and don't laugh your ass off at some point, then something is seriously wrong with you. Love the interaction <laughs> with the listeners. Love it Love it when they give, give me the business every now and then. All other KISS podcasters pale in comparison. Hope they never go away. Who the fuck is this? I, I who the hell wrote that? But that's what was the what was the tag? Rock drummer rattlesnake. R O K. Love uh, when you give me the business. And they always would abuse me and and throw me down and and rub sand on my assy nipples and they used to hurt me bad and tie me to the pier and let like the fishes eat at me and whatnot. Well, we're going to have to find it. We're going to ask that person to step forward, maybe a private message. Kasada. That's what I thought, but he already gave us one. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he gave us another one. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. that guy that's in the uh, Kiss tribute band in Australia. Oh. Yeah, that's what I thought so, too. I thought it was. But you know what happens? And if you can find these on Chartable, I know we're talking industry shit. On Chartable, it'll show out-of-the-country ones. So I see our stuff in England, in Australia, and I can yep. read those, but they don't show up on our iTunes reviews here in the U.S. So if you want to see reviews sometimes from your out-of-the-country ones, and especially you, Sonny, you probably don't notice a lot of these from your iTunes. You have a lot of listeners out-of-the-country that follow some of these bands you talk about, right? So that's how you would see them. Anyways, those are some of the reviews. And we uh, always end our shows with uh, famous last words. And because you guys are friends and been on the show and know the routine, we obviously want to include you. So let's start with Steve. Famous last words. Like a neon light, the shadows flash across my room. We could leave here tonight and save ourselves from a bad scene, scene, scene. <laughs> when we walk on by with our hands held up high, all the faces turn our way. Yeah, it's in their eyes, and they realize we can make our getaway. 
Nice. So well said. So poetic. Sonny, drop some poetry on us. I found this one for all three of you. I dedicate this to the three of you. This is going to be terrible. And now I'll hold you like I never have before. Oh, God. I'll let you go just long enough to lock that door. The words I whisper come so late and overdue, but I finally found my way to you. One of the all-time worst songs in the history of recorded music. (laughs) The hatred for this song is overrated, but go ahead. It's just so bad. It's right where it needs to be. (laughs) You had a charmed life, but you fell from grace. And you're long gone without a trace. You're all alone and wonder why. And you laugh. When you want to cry. Hmm. So you guys went through um, the last five albums, I think, both, all three of you. Okay. Right? Yeah. All your songs are from the last five Kiss albums, the latest? Yeah, that mine was, Car- mine was Carnival of Souls. I was yep. hot in the shade. Yeah. Steve was yeah. hot in the shade. Sonny was a uh, psycho dirt bag, trash oh, bag. No, that's <laughs> not the last five because we skip Revenge. Yeah. Yeah, there was no, no revenge. revenge. Carnival Souls and the three shit bags are the. But last I'm just five. saying, like they're right, more, re- more recent albums, right? Oh, yep. yeah, 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 exactly. More yep. recent albums. So yep. I thought I'd go a little bit further back and hit some classic lyrics here. Uh oh, you know, yeah. Row, 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 row. Oh Jesus, <laughs> Chris Hierico. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Jericho? <laughs> she thinks she's high fashion. She thinks she looks divine. And that's what I keep telling her. I tell her all the time. For you, the fan. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, thank you. Sonny, thank you. Tom, thank you. Kiss Army, thank you. Guys, thank you so much, Steve, Sonny. This was a blast. Sonny, an extra special thanks for putting all the questions and categories and the the game together. Appreciate it. Steve, great time. Thank you, guys. We have a blast, as always. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Peace out. Be good. Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 